0: Here we are. Here we are in a new day. A new, confused, chaotic day. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. I'm very confused. GS Plumbing Talk Line is 1-800-905-0989. The Common Sense Retirement Planning text line is 71307. I am streaming live currently on the WORD Facebook page. And on the Facebook page, if I'm overmodulating, somebody comment, please, if you would. That means if I sound like a robot (laughs) and podcasts, I got three podcasts available for you on the free Odyssey app. Go take advantage of those. Don't cost nothing. So what have we accomplished now? What have we managed to do? We've had a historic vote where Kevin McCarthy, who, listen, I don't care about Kevin McCarthy. Kevin McCarthy, Matt Gates, every one of the political heroes that currently occupy any seat in government, they are all tools. And if the tool doesn't do the job, then we got to get another tool that does the job, right? And this is a very oversimplification of what's going on here, because actually we're dealing with human beings and all of their fragilities and all these other things. But at the end of the day, they're just tools, convenient temps put in place to quote represent us. They don't really, uh, they don't really do that sometimes, do they? Now, you and I, today, we can tell our grandchildren, who are my grandchildren are alive as well during this time, but here we are looking at this completely pointless bit of history. Because this changes nothing. This changes nothing. You still have a Democratic-controlled Senate, and you still have a Democrat in the presidency. Getting out there and hashing over A guy and using the same thing the same projection well he got out there and he made a deal with Democrats to pass a bill don't don't look at me I'm using 208 Democrats to get my way we heard all the blathering about the establishment the uniparty but how is this the best way to advance a populist, America first, conservative agenda. Tell me. Somebody somebody, tell me. Now, somebody's going to tell me, well, you know, McCarthy was this and McCarthy was that and he was this, that, and the other. And listen, I don't care about McCarthy. What McCarthy was supposed to do and what this Republican majority, if you want to call it that, in the House was supposed to do was hold. Very simple. Hold. There were certain things that were already put in place in motion that would be used against them with a very compliant media. And we have to get out there and ask ourselves, would America see through what the media says, the lies of the media, when the Republicans actually try to do something right? Probably not. Probably not. So, if Gates had gone on this, uh, you know, for some principled reason, Isn't the Speaker of the House supposed to lead the House, the entire House? Now, Gates got out there and he laid $33 trillion in debt at his feet, $2.2 trillion annual deficit at his feet. And right now, at this particular moment, since all of this happened since, uh, you know, January, uh, McCarthy is no more guilty than most. And Gates wants to say that McCarthy was punished for ignoring the base. Now here's the thing. And I, I don't I don't really have an issue with what's going on now, except for the fact that I just don't understand how this advances. So I'm being asked, so Bill, what is your solution? Why don't you spell it out? Well, first of all, we don't have a leader. Nobody's going to step up in the House. Who's going to do it? Scalise might do it. Jordan has said he might do it. But who's going to get the votes? Now I'm being asked, what are we going to do if, we just, if we're just going to fund the Democrat agenda? Now, in case you missed it, okay? in case you missed it. And listen, if McCarthy's out that's fine. But who's going to come in there and do something different? That's my only question. Who's going to come in there and do something different? Because remember the Democrats want the government to shut down with the house being in charge at you know, being led by the Republicans. They want to lay that at their feet. And I want the government to shut down. But I'm not in charge of maintaining the optics. I'm just looking at the results of what a shutdown government would mean, which means doing nothing. And sometimes doing nothing is better. But when McCarthy stepped up, and it took fifteen ballots to get him voted for, get him voted in, and they they made all of these little back alley deals to, you know, well, all right, if you do, if you if you don't come in with a fresh cut haircut on every day, and if you don't come in with your with your brill cream right and everything else, we're going to vote to to unseat you. Okay, I'm surprised he lasted as long as he did. So, maybe we'll just have. McHenry, the te- pro tempore, maybe we'll have him. Maybe he'll run it for a minute. We don't know. I don't know. And right now, now they're like, well, we need to, Gates is out there. I'm, I'm very upset that they uh, decided to take a week and figure this out and everything else because that, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. You just detonated a bomb in the middle of the conference and you're out there going, well, let's get right back to work now. Pick yourselves up. Put your jaw back on there. That's fine. Nancy Mace got up there with Gates and Gates had called her a fraud the last time he tried to knock off McCarthy. Ken Buck, who's reportedly looking for a CNN gig, looking at the people that lied with him, I would have to say... uh, this is not a conservative thing. Most of the Trump endorsed candidates didn't participate in the removal. Trump never, ever really got really behind McCarthy, which is, you know, and, you know, I got to, I got to say it. McCarthy was not that energetic. All right. We'll be right back. This is News Talk nine W WORD. All right. Now we're going to do, we're going to go. Go inside. We're going to play a little inside baseball. The uh, GS Plumbing Talk Line is one eight hundred nine zero five zero nine eight nine. The Common Sense Retirement Planning Text Line is seven one three zero seven. Joining me now from the Eleventh District in North Carolina is Representative Chuck Edwards. Good morning, sir, and welcome.
1: Good morning. How are you today?
0: I'm good. Uh, you know, originally me and me and me and Representative Edwards, we were going to talk Second Amendment stuff. Uh, real quick, what are your thoughts about yesterday, sir?
1: Well, I uh, I certainly respect the folks that uh, came to to vote against Speaker McCarthy. They're they're very concerned. We're all very concerned about the financial condition of our country right now. Uh, but clearly, we've got to fix the, the organizational process inside the Republican Conference so that a small majority cannot override uh, the majority of the conference's uh, desires. Uh, But whatever happens, I know that we're going to select another speaker that is at least as good and as strong as Speaker McCarthy, and that will help our conference band together and get our country back on track.
0: Well, the, uh, I know in the last time when, when you guys are going to choose a speaker that there was no, really nobody, too many people coming out there that could get very many votes. Has that changed now? Is, is Scalise in a, in a, uh, in a position of power Is McHenry, does he have some sort of design on this? What, what what are you, what is your outlook on this? What do you think?
1: Well, I've not heard from anybody right now on their intent to run for speaker. There's a lot of rumors out there right now. And uh, let's, let's let's be truthful there wasn't a whole lot of votes for other folks before because the folks that were being nominated before uh were were pulling for speaker mccarthy the most of the entire <laughs> conference was behind speaker mccarthy right uh we recognize now we have to select a, another leader and i'm confident that uh we'll be able to come up with a leader that uh, most of the conference is going to get behind that will help us get our country back on track. Uh, There's a a lot of people in the Republican Conference that uh, are are capable of doing just that.
0: So I guess this will be one of these things that continues to evolve because you guys are going to get down to this sometime next week, right?
1: Yeah, we're hoping uh, between now and Tuesday to start hearing from the folks that uh, express an interest in running for speaker Tuesday night. I expect the conference to to, to get behind uh, a small slate of candidates and uh, Wednesday morning, I expect on the House floor, we'll be voting for another speaker.
0: Well, I, I, do you have anybody or do you even want to mention who you who you have a favorite with anybody that you or you're looking at?
1: I no, I don't I don't care to comment on that because I've not heard from the folks that are interested in run, in running for speaker. One of the things that I think is the top uh qualification is somebody that wants to do it because it's not an easy job as <laughs> yeah. we've seen over the last few weeks.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's not an easy job. It's like trying to hurt it seems like it's trying to like trying to hurt cats, to be honest with you. Uh but anyway. It
1: really is difficult right now with such a very thin majority of yeah. Republicans in the House. But uh, we're going to we're going to reorganize. We're going to come back stronger than ever. And uh, we're going to get things done for the American people.
0: Well, before we get into the uh, Representative Edwards is very, very uniquely qualified to answer certain ATF questions, I think. But before we get to that, uh, just out of curiosity, is this going to make a big, big difference in the Republican conference as it's constituted right now today with this five man majority?
1: I think that we recognize the need for us to uh, to drop back and reevaluate how we do things, uh, because what what we've done over the last several hours has been disruptive, and uh, in my opinion has not helped us advance our agenda. We should be we should be over in the House floor right now passing appropriations bills, but uh, without a speaker, we we're not able to do anything on the House floor. So we were. Up against the wall with our forty-five day continuing resolution, and now we're we're burning daylight. We're burning valuable time, right, uh, to try to get these bills in place be- before November seventeenth when that uh, continuing resolution expires. Let's uh, shift
0: if we can, and let's let's talk about it. now. You are a FFL holder. You used to have a gun store. You don't have one now, simply because uh, well, I-, I would imagine being a U.S. representative takes a little bit of time.
1: Well, it, it, it does take quite a bit of time, but more than that, the, uh, the House ethics folks will not allow Congress uh, to be involved in a business that we're responsible for regulating. And so I've had to pause my activity on uh, my FFL dealership. Do you think uh, from your position, since you
0: guys are in the funding business, you guys hold the purse there in, in, in the House of Representatives, looking at the ATF, especially like what they're doing with FFL holders. They're going in there, and if they have any minor clerical error, they're yanking their FFL. They've come out and arbitrarily changed, you know, they, they, 10 years. 10 years they said, well, yeah, those uh, pistol brace things, those are legal. Those don't make you going to SBR. And then Biden becomes president. We get Dettelbach, and now, now they've decided to go out there, and they're basically usurping your role as the ones who actually make the legislation and they're i guess they're sort of telling you well you know it's because of the uh, gun control act of 1968 and the nfa these laws that you guys put there uh, are you guys if 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 we were to regain a majority in the house a serious majority and a serious majority in the senate would this be something that could be undertaken could we get rid of the atf you think maybe
1: let let let's be honest with one another. The the ATF, while they are totally out of control right now, yep. was originally formed with uh, with a purpose, a very specific purpose. And uh, no matter what we call them, I think I think there is a a a place for a federal agency to uh, look for. Uh, bad actors in regards to alcohol, tobacco, and firearms, but they're out of control. And so just instead of wiping them away, I believe that Congress needs to drop back and, uh, and, and look at the legislation under which the ATF was formed and give it some very specific guardrails in what they can and they and they cannot do right uh and they certainly do not have legislative power i believe i believe that congress needs to regain that and make it clear that the will of the people up here in washington dc should rule uh law not a bunch of bureaucrats that are beholden to president biden
0: well i mean when you were running your Yeah, but when you were running your FFL, you knew you know how regulated those guys are. And you know how the attention to detail those guys got to maintain in bookkeeping is astounding. No other no other industry is regulated like that. Um, Does anybody does any of your colleagues in Congress do, do any of them have any idea in the sense that you have that you understand how overreaching this is? Do they have any sort of any sense of reference to what you know?
1: The answer to that is yes. Uh, not not everyone. In fact, I think there are only two of us up here in Congress that are actual FFL dealers. But uh, we all hear from our gun store owners and our uh, Second Amendment advocates from around the country uh, what's taking place and how the ATF is is running out of control. So the answer is 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 most certainly yes. Uh, We even have a Second Amendment Caucus where we bring folks in on a regular basis and talk about what they're experiencing, what what they're learning. Uh, And we've passed a number of bills. We've introduced and and passed uh, a a number of bills in this Congress to do exactly what I was talking about. And that's bringing the guardrails into the ATF and clarifying the things that they can and they cannot do. Uh, like the Pistol Braces Act, for for example, uh, we've passed a bill that uh, clearly outlines that pistol uh, braces are are legal, um, and then and and a number of other bills. In fact, I think we've probably in, introduced or passed about a dozen so far in this Congress right. to protect our Second Amendment rights.
0: Is that something that will continue on? Because uh, I'm pretty sure the Senate's not going to let that pass. But I mean, I know I understand the importance of maintaining the long game and this hammering, this constant hammering that you guys have to do in order to get anything advanced. Um, at some point, though, you guys—I mean, like like with Biden, he's just established what the 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 office of gun violence prevention or something within the uh, executive branch, which I, I don't even know if you guys have had a look at how it's going to be constituted and what they're going to do yet.
1: Well, I, yeah, Biden. Biden clearly is not for protecting our Second Amendment, and he has established the uh, Office of Gun Violence Prevention, uh, actually just just about three weeks ago, uh, and it creates another level of bureaucracy. It's just 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 a bunch of bureaucrats that are anti-Second Amendment uh, that are dropping back, trying to figure out what they can do to uh, to further restrict our law abiding, uh, gun owners. How, uh, and I don't know if you know the answer
0: to this cause I certainly don't. How hard will that be to obliterate it? Should another Republican president come in and there's Republican majorities in the Senate and the house to look at that office and say, this isn't constitutional. I mean, you know, this, that's the only office they've got about a prohibition on a, on a, you know, a, a right. One of one of the bill of rights, uh, items number two, Uh, Is that something that you guys will be looking at trying to take away the funding for?
1: Well, if we get if we get a uh, a, a, if we're able to maintain our House majority next November and we get a Republican president, it's game over for those folks that are trying to steal our rights. Uh, That that gives us the field that we then need uh, to to go back and make some substantial changes and restore our second amendment rights well I, I know that
0: i know that you're new to new your you're new congressman and everything keep that fire please keep that fire in your belly and keep on pushing them and and maybe they might even listen to you and
1: thank you very much for joining me today thanks bill i appreciate getting the chance to chat with you and your listeners to yes. this morning thanks yes sir
0: you know Pelosi. Well, you know, my, my question is what does Matt Gates actually want? That's all I want to know. What is he wanting? Because he didn't come give me no solution. That's it. That's all. This is 98.9 WORD. Maybe it's just me. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. It could be. could be. I'm not right about, about everything. I am not the all-master being of time, space, and dimension. I just look at things in a different way. The GS Plumbing Talk line is one 800 905 The Common Sense Retirement Planning text line is 71307. I'm wearing the uh, I'm wearing the Betsy Ross shirt today if you're looking at the uh, stream. And if you want one of those, you need to go to 989WORD.com. And you'll see where you can order one. You should be wearing one of these. I like it. I like it. And if you like podcasts, well, there's all kinds of things that you can get on the free Odyssey app, Gun Owners News Hour, Lock and Load, and, of course, Straight Talk. Now, let me be clear. I sort of like Matt Gates to a certain degree. When he's, when he's working on one of these committees, he comes rolling in there sort of heavy on these guys. He asks good questions. Um, he is very disruptive. I kind of like that. But, and, you know, uh, Kevin McCarthy, I'm not a big Kevin McCarthy fan. He sort of surprised me a little bit. He did a few things that I thought were pretty good, given the position he was in. But I don't know what Gates, what, okay, so you got what you wanted, now what? That's my question. You got what you wanted, now what? Everybody's, well, you know, we're trying to get rid of the swamp. He is not McCarthy's not the swamp. He's the establishment. The swamp is something that will outlist. It was there before McCarthy got there. It will be there after he's gone. The swamp is struck and McCabe and Comey and and, and Garland and Mayorkas. And everybody underneath them, when those guys are gone, when 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 Garland and Mayorkas is gone, when, when Jennifer Granholm is gone, those bureaucrats will still be there doing the same thing, subverting whatever they're told by the executive to do. That's the swamp. This had nothing to do with the swamp. And we, we don't have a lot of flexibility built into this. If Here's the other thing. If we had done the midterm elections, if the leadership of the Republican Party had done what they should have done in the midterm elections, a lot of this would be academic because we would be leading from a point or a, a, a standpoint of power. And if Matt Gates thinks that by getting rid of McCarthy that we can now lead like we have a 60-seat majority, okay, that's fine. I don't believe he's stupid. I think he's sort of opportunistic. But I don't know what opportunity he's looking for here. I probably agree with him more than I disagree with him. You know? Yes, I'm being told uh, the for, this is the 30th, 30th anniversary of the event that we refer to as Black Hawk Down, where we lost a lot of guys because of bad intel. We had very bad intel. Now with Gates, you know, it... So he wanted McCarthy out. Okay, that's done. Moving on. What now? That's my question. He he's talk he talked about McCarthy lying to him and making side deals. And you know, isn't this the kind of issues that, you know, you know, like Ukraine. Don't we want to see legislation on Ukraine? Don't we want to see to where we stop funding Ukraine? The forever war? We've got an election coming up. We get everybody on record. No place to hide because aid to Ukraine is not buried in some other bill. And people make their best case and they take responsibility for their vote. That, that's, that's called regular order. I like that. I'm as frustrated with government as anybody out there. I'm, I, as a matter of fact, I feel like I wasted seven years of my life being in the military and guarding this country because of what the government has done to the country. Very frustrating. McCarthy, there was a few things McCarthy did that were very short-sighted. No doubt about it. But the shut the, the, the Democrats wanted the shutdown. So he avoided the shutdown. And now, uh, because of that, Matt Gates has kneecapped him, with, and he used the Democrats to do it. And so, hey, I was sitting back going, why don't you guys run this thing like you're in charge? Which they never did. And the closest one coming to this right now is Matt Gates, of course. But then again, Matt Gates, while he's gotten what he wants, what's next? That's my only answer. And nobody get nobody's got that answer. And it's probably because there is no answer. Nobody wants that job. That majority is, I mean, it's it's razor thin. If somebody gets, you know, if they have a cold or something and they take out a few of them, they they just lost the edge in voting. You don't you're not going to do great things when you have a four seat majority. Probably only okay things at best. I don't like that at all. I think we should be leading like we should be getting very bold stuff going on and doing very bold things and doing things that are completely fly in the face of decorum and tradition. No doubt about it. But now we're not doing anything until Tuesday. And that's not a bad thing either. Once again, I I would have no problem with the government being shut down right now. I'd be very happy with that. But, you know, somebody on the text line, Jim Jim Jordan would make a very good speaker. But Jim Jordan didn't want to be speaker. Probably because Jim Jordan knew that being a speaker was meaning that looking at his conference and everything, as I said, it's a little bit like herding cats. Right? I like that we have a very fervently conservative faction within the House of Representatives and the Republican side. I just wish that they would do things that had a, you know, a little more foresight going forward. What's next? What are we doing this? Okay, we want to do this. What are we doing after we do that? If we get it, what are we going to do? So I'm, you know. there are some things that happen in government that are going to happen no matter who's in charge. That's how bad it is today. This is how bad it is. This is the frustration I have because I sit back and I I look at the things and all the corners they've been painted into and they don't know how to break free of this. They don't know how to change this dynamic. Now McHenry, he did something. uh, He did something I find very interesting he he did uh, he sort of offered a tit for tat because there was one thing that occurred in the background that they're not talking too much about they're not talking too much about we'll get to that though this is news talk 98.9 word All right, GS Plumbing Talk Line is one eight hundred nine zero five zero nine eight nine. The Common Sense Retirement Planning Text Line is seven one three zero seven. Everybody's talking about, hey, uh, Matt Gates was right because he stopped the continuing resolution. But didn't McCarthy have a deal that got passed where they were going to fund the government and only fund the amount of money over the credit over the, over the debt limit? of the amount they were in deficit, $1.6 trillion. Which is not enough for them because that's not enough money because they want to spend money that doesn't exist. They want to spend money that's going to obliterate your great-great-great-grandchildren's life. They want to do that right now today. They want to spend and spend and spend and enrich everybody they possibly can. That's just, you know, we can't have that kind of a limit on it. Didn't I see that come out of there? Now, If you don't want to pass continuing, and I'm one of them, I don't want to pass continuing resolutions either. But that means we have a government shutdown. So are we, as a voting populace, are we smart enough to be able to do a little critical thinking and see who causes this to happen? And not listen to the magic box. Are we good enough at that? Do you think that's something we could do? Because, uh, you know, One of the textures got it absolutely correct. When the the Democrats have a four-person majority, they get 100% of what they want. And when the the Republicans have a four-seat majority, the Democrats get 80% of what they want because we don't wield power. Winning a game by one point versus winning a game by 100 points is still a win. It's still a win. Should it be a 60-seat majority? Yes, it should, but it isn't. It's a four-seat majority. And yet, somebody else got it right too. They got out there and they said, well, you know, everybody got behind Hakeem Jeffries pretty easily on the Democratic side. So the answer is very elusive. I myself have no problem with Scalise or Jordan being the Speaker of the House. I would rather have somebody that is hard-nosed and, I mean, there's nobody harder knows than Steve Scalise. I mean, he's been shot. He's got cancer. And he's still, you know, how many days does he miss? Not many. Dude is hard. Uh, as far as his uh, political acumen, uh, you know, we we haven't really seen it too much on board. Uh, he's just in, in the position he's in. We might get to see that. Uh, Jordan. We know how Jordan acts as uh, the head of various committees, which is pretty impressive. But Trey Gowdy was impressive, right? Now, Pelosi, see, everybody's talking about the deals that McCarthy made with the Democrats. Well, uh, apparently there was some uh, talk coming from the Democrats that they would never get behind this. And then when this started happening, a letter went out from Hakeem Jeffries, who Hakeem Jeffries is the Democratic House version of Joe Biden because Pelosi's still running all the things out there. She was still in the hideaway office. And McHenry... In a in a in a move that I sort of uh, sort of enjoyed, he said, "You got to get out of that office." He wasn't mean about it; just very, very matter of fact, because that's not her office to maintain anymore. And it is one of those symbolic things that maybe uh, you know motivates your rank and file. I don't know, I, you know, one of the reasons I would never run for office is because of who I would be working with. I, you know um i would be out there i I would make matt gates look like a nancy boy i would go in there i would i would get out there and i would surround myself with the staff that i I would be looking for the best legal guy i could find i'd be looking for the best issues guy i could find i'd be looking for a really crack communications director and i would be looking for uh somebody to help me out with a few things i might not know and a few you know help me dress, get me the clothes, that kind of thing. Cause I don't have any of that stuff. And that would be it. And I, you know, I, I would, uh, I would, I would cut it up, but I, the reason I don't do it is because I'd be working by myself <laughs> because in the house I would be looked at as a loose cannon and you hear that phrase a lot of times. Loose cannon denotes the fact that, you know, with, with, with ships of the olden times, when they would have the cannon mounted on top, they were lashed down because the pitching of the sea would make the cannon move. And if they became unanchored, they'd be rolling all all over the place, crushing whatever they hit. That's where the term loose cannon comes from. I would very much be a loose cannon. So the, the, the answer to what we can do right now is very elusive. It's not going to be much. No matter how who they get, it's not going to be much. if They got Trump. It, you know, it, Nominate Trump. Yeah. Okay. So do we want Trump to be the Speaker of the House of the President? And who does he represent? I mean, you know. Just a question. Just a question. <laughs> uh, bye-bye, Nancy, though. Anyway. Pentagon is out there right now. They're saying, we don't have any money. We don't have any weapons. Oh, no. This is News Talk 98.9 WORD, the voice of the Carolinas.